thank you. Wow, wasn't that amazing? Absolutely love it. Um, so good to see you all. Um, for those of you who are new, and I've met some of you this morning, my name is Mark. I have the pleasure and privilege of serving as a senior pastor, and it genuinely is a privilege for Steph and I, my wife, to serve in this capacity. This is an amazing church, and it is just so appropriate to celebrate all of you today and all that you do, because the reality is if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. And uh, we just wanted to take that moment to say thank you, as, as Richard has said. Now, I just want to spend 10 minutes, really, just talking about what is serving, you know? What is this thing called serving? And the reality is I could have spoken about many things. I mean, we heard some of that before. I think Gerard mentioned the fact that it's part of our discipleship, isn't it? It's part of growing as a Christian, of act of kindness, you know, of serving. That's how we grow. If you want to grow as a Christian, then we are called to serve. We could talk about the fact that as you serve, uh, you're blessing other people, which is absolutely true. You're changing people's lives. But I want to spend 10 minutes looking just another aspect of serving and what it means to serve. And in, in order to do that, I'd like us to look at Matthew 20, 26 to uh, 28. It's going to be on the screen uh, if you are at home. Hello, everyone at home. Uh, it will be on your screen as well. And what we're going to do is just spend a short amount of time just unpacking this together. Now, the bit of the context for this is that a lady comes up to Jesus and says, hey, Jesus, it'd be really fantastic if my two boys, one of them can sit on the right side of you in heaven and the other one on the left-hand side of you. And Jesus replies with this, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now, what can we learn about this in the short amount of time that we have? I find it really interesting of this lady's request. She goes up to Jesus and essentially she's asking this huge question, which is, can my boys sit next to you in heaven? I want them to be great next to you. And I think what's profound is Jesus' response. If it was me, I'd be like, whoa, hold it, lady. You can't be asking that. Who do you think you are, quite frankly? Great? No, no, no. It works like this. God is the Father's great. Jesus, that's me. I'm the Son. I'm great. Holy Spirit is great, but you guys are not great. I'm so glad I'm not God, hey? I bet you're glad I'm not God. <laughs> All right, I don't have to nod your head that much. But he doesn't respond like that, does he? What does he say? He says this. Whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Whoever wants to become great. In other words, he doesn't rebuke the lady for wanting her boys to be great. Isn't that interesting? In fact, Jesus goes on to tell her how they can be great. He's like, well, that's a good thing. Hey, you know what? Aspire to it. But this is what you must do. And I think that's really interesting. I think it's really interesting that Jesus, rather than rebuke her, is affirming that request to be great. You find that interesting? Why is that? Why is that? Here's the thing. Because... Each one of us has a call on our lives to be great in his kingdom. Did you know that? Now, I, Steph and I, you might know this, we lived in Australia for a while, and there's something in Australia called the tall poppy syndrome. You might have heard of this. And essentially, it's like we want to cut down people who think they're great. And you, you live with a mindset which is called false humility that goes like this. I can't be great. 
I've been created just to do this, that, and the other. I'll just get by. But can I tell you and challenge you that that is contrary to how God created you? But why? Because you've been created in the image of God. Did you know that? You've been created in God's image. And therefore, you have a call on your life, all of you, and all of you at home, to be great in his kingdom. How? Because we're going to rule and reign with Christ. Did you know that as it talks about in Romans? What, little old me? It's in the Bible. To extend his kingdom in extraordinary ways as we, as we set about to fulfill the great commission and make Christ known. You've been called to be great in his kingdom, to see the lost saved, to see the blind see, to see the destitute comforted, to change someone's eternal destiny. That's what it's about, isn't it? And each one of you has been called to be great in his kingdom. And here's the thing. When it is declared over us, and part of what I wanted to do was just declare some truth over you, to say you have been called to be great because culture will try and cut you down. But when I say this, you have been called to be great in his kingdom, I think there's something that happens in our heart that says, yes, really? Now, for some of us, it might be buried down deep. The hurts of this world, the disappointments that we experience, the pain that we might feel. And all of a sudden, what happens is that call to greatness gets so buried that we don't live out of that place. But I want to say it again over you. You have a call in on your life to be great in his kingdom. You have a calling on your life to do amazing things. You have a call on your life to be co-heirs with Christ, the Son of God. And for some of you, you just need to hear that this morning. For some of you, you've been so battered and bruised that you'll be thankful for second best, if at all. But I want to say this, you have been called to greatness. You have been called to do great things in the name and through the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus didn't rebuke the lady's request to be close to him, to be great in the kingdom. Rather, he says, okay, you want to be great? You want to be great in my kingdom? This is what you do. You see, in the world, the world says, if you want to be great, you need to wield and yield power. You want to be great in the kingdom? It's about how many Instagram followers you have and how many likes your Facebook post has. Then you will be great. And boy, how many people aspire to that? You see, the world would say that if you want to be great, it's about how much influence you have over people. The world says if you want to be great, it's about how many people serve you. Let me tell you, that is the wrong way round. You know, we often talk about, don't we, God's upside-down kingdom. But can I just venture to say, no, 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 God's kingdom is the right way. It's the world that has it upside-down, that will twist God's truth and spin it around. You see, the call to be great in his kingdom is a call on your lives. And how are we to be great? By serving one another by sacrificing our time and our energy and our money to extend God's kingdom here, to make an impact in people's lives. You want to fulfill your call on your life? Serve. 
You want to be great in his kingdom? Serve. We are called to be like Jesus. Who knows that? And serve. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. I loved how Chloe talked about the sacrificial nature of serving. It costs you something. Are you willing to bear the cost for Christ? Are you willing to walk in all that God has for you by saying, I will sacrifice all you have given me, Lord? But here's the thing, guys. You can never outgive God. <laughs> it says in the Scriptures that God is a debtor to no man. What does that mean? We don't serve and say, see what I did for you, God? You owe me big time. I don't even like kids when I'm serving. <laughs> you owe me even bigger than the other guy. I mean, they do whatever and I do even more. It doesn't work like that. It's in the serving <laughs> that we are filled and fulfilled. It's in the serving that we are blessed. I love Gerard's story. Here he was on that morning. All week, Lord, help me. And what happened? <laughs> God answered his prayer in the process of serving. You're praying to God for patience? Serve on kids. <laughs> You're praying to God for wisdom? Serve on refreshments. You're praying for one of the fruit of the, the, fruit of the Spirit? Then serve. Listen, the enemy is going to tell you this. Don't serve. Don't serve. You don't need to serve. What he's actually saying is, I don't want you to fulfill God's call on your life. Please don't serve. Please don't serve because I know that when you serve, something happens. Please don't serve because I know that when you serve, God's kingdom's extended. And I really don't want that. Please don't serve because I know that when you do that, you're going to change someone's eternal destiny. That's what the enemy is going to lie to you because he does not want you to be great in his kingdom. Why? Because the enemy wants to be great. And so he lies to you to say, don't serve. Well, I say, go away, enemy. I'm going to serve. I'm going to follow the model of my saviour, Jesus, and I'm going to sacrifice my time, my energy, and my money, and I'm going to fulfill all that God has placed on my life. And that is the call for each one of us. Are you ready to fulfill your God-given calling on your life? Now listen, don't let cynicism rob you. Don't say, man, that pastor, he's really going for a hard sales job here. <laughs> that is the best recruitment drive I've ever seen. <laughs> listen, don't let the enemy lie to you. I'm not a salesman. I'm just here to pass to you and say, listen, I don't want you to miss out on what God has for you. I don't want you to miss out on fulfilling your God given calling to be great in his kingdom. And you know what? Church family is the place to start. We're here. God has placed us as part of family to serve each other. You know, when we're at home, if the dishwasher's full, then one of us has to empty it, otherwise it'll still be full. Let's look at how many dishwashers there are out there, to use that analogy. We, don't have a we actually have a dishwasher, don't we? If you want to serve on the dishwasher team, I've just started it. <laughs> Come and speak to me and uh, you can be the team leader, which is great. <laughs> but 
But listen, don't miss out on an opportunity. We've got this involved here. It's a brand new, hot off the press. Smell that fresh paper smell. I can always tell which printer we use by the smell. Whatever team it is, get involved and be great in his kingdom. And you know what? You're going to change someone's destiny because when someone walks in here, what they experience is because of you. Let's watch this and find out how serving makes a real difference. Let's watch together. Well, being served with the church, we love it. It makes us feel welcome, comfortable. Uh, I think with the, especially with the church, children's ministry and stuff, where my kids look forward to coming to it and they enjoy it. And I, the growth, to see them growing and wanting. Uh, the fact that my daughter has invited her friend to come to the service uh, and now she's part of the youth. Um, yeah, I really don't know what to say, but uh, the tea, brilliant, parking, fantastic. Um, welcomed. I think the biggest thing of being uh, coming to church is that you're being, being welcomed and not feeling like an outsider or a stranger or someone like, oh, who do I talk to? What do I say? Is there a way to dress? Is there a way to uh, approach someone? But no, nah, it's nothing. It's always been, you're welcome. You feel like a family. You just feel comfortable there. Since I've moved up from Ventureland, I've felt um, a bit more closer to Jesus and he's opened up another part of me um, by using the youth program and I'm very excited to be part of it. So my journey with Vineyard started in January 2015. A friend had invited me and as I walked through the door, what struck me the most, I was so overwhelmed by the peace of God. And I, as I described it to my husband, it was so tangible that you could cut it with a knife. And I loved the, the whole aura of the, the sermon and, and the church it was more of a relationship with God in such a personal way. I was so touched that I decided that I'll stay and I've been here ever since. I love the youth in Video Church. I go here to learn about Jesus, to have fun, and I love the people that come here. They they help me learn about Jesus, and sometimes I help them. And it's I come here to glorify His name, to to worship Him, and then learn through the words that we have. When I started coming here with my wife later, we didn't have children and we're so lucky to have a five-year-old and a six-year-old now and the children's ministry is such a blessing to us not just because it frees us up to have the time to worship in church and not have to worry about them but they are so enriched by our children's ministry team both in Ventureland and in Giraffe and all the other groups as well and everything that's done by our children's ministry is such a wonderful service thank you coming to this church has been really good it has been it has been a pleasure to come here. It's very informative, very warm. You know, they welcome you at the door and they always serve you with tea or coffee, open the door for you. There's a prior room. So I find it to be very, very warm, welcoming, very spiritual. You know, it's a good place to be. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than here on a Sunday. You know, I feel absolutely blessed to be here. Well, I have to say from the word go, I was absolutely bowled over by the, the fact that there were people here who, who, who were going to uh, provide me with information and a welcome. And uh, it was not over the top, it was wonderful. 
but the most important thing of all about this uh, about this serving situation is that in quite a short time maybe a few months a year or so I felt an absolute strong urge to be involved myself and as a result of that I've done a number of different areas of serving in the church and will continue to do so. I felt inspired. We came here to see what it was like and like we were just looking around, we didn't know where we went to go and they just came to us and said do you want to go to the kids or like do you want to go to the service and they showed us around and it made us feel like this church was really welcoming and that's why we came here. Um, the welcome team make you feel really welcome because like if you even don't know them they just come up to you and say hi and ask you how you are and where you want to go like if you're going to kids or youth or something and they just like to know how you are and they're really welcoming. I've been in Vineyard since 2012 and it's been amazing. Um, I love coming to church. The first time we came here it felt like home. We didn't need to search anywhere. We found Vineyard online. We visited. The children fell in love with the church and it's been amazing since then. Um, my children are now in Ventureland and what they've learned in the past years has been really amazing. You know, they, they keep coming, they can pray, they have headaches, they want to pray to God to heal them for that. I have a headache, they want to pray to God to heal me for that. But from the very first moment I stepped through the doors, I just felt really warmed and welcomed by the, the guys at the front, welcoming me in the doors, the guys serving coffee, everybody all around was very warm and welcoming. So it actually led me on to realizing that's how important it was to, to be serving others and led me into joining teams to serve others on the Vineyard Church itself. I started coming to this church for well, maybe uh, five years. It's been five years now. And before then, I was at another church. Of course, I love the community there. But one thing that we're really missing that this church has is a youth, a really good connected youth. And that's one of the reasons why I love this place. I love coming here Sunday. I come here uh, twice every Sunday. In the morning and in the evening, we have our main evening service. And I just love connecting with the youth here. So great um, community. I feel really welcomed by everybody. I know well, almost everybody's name. We're all really close friends. And honestly, I feel like it's kind of rare to go to a church and have such a tight community as this one has. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just a brilliant, brilliant place to be. And give you guys a hand. Thank you to Tim for putting that together. Good serving, Tim. You see, you guys make this church. You guys are changing lives. And we want to just say thank you. You know, I'm going to read you 23 teams here. And within these, there's many other teams. I'm going to read out, this is alphabetical order, okay? Blend Bar, Bookstall, Buildings Team, Care Centre, Communion, Connect Group Leaders, Key Pastoral Team, which includes SMTs and Restore, Men's Ministry, Ministry Team on a Sunday, Offerings, Parking, Preaching Team, Pre-Service Prayer, Refreshments, Rise, Sound and AV, the Tech Teams who are doing the cameras and audio, Stewards, uh, Ventureland, Village, Welcome, Worship and Youth. <sighs> Isn't that amazing? I really hope I haven't missed a team. And so we want to say thank you. So if you're in any of these teams, and if you're at home as well, can you please just stand if you serve on any of these teams? And as you do, let's just give it, uh, each other an applause. And thank you, Lord. Wonderful. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to invite Richard, Freya. I'm going to invite Steph up. You come up, darling, as well. We're going to pray. No, stand up, stand up. Keep standing. 
we want to pray a blessing on you guys and you at home and any you watching Catch Up. We know many aren't able to make it on a Sunday who serve on teams. And Rich and I already ran around Village to pray for those guys. And I was at Ventureland this morning praying over these guys. We want to say thank you. So we're going to pray a blessing on you now. And uh, if you're near someone that's standing, I want you to lift a hand towards them as we pray. Lord, we want to thank you for everyone in this church family, whether at home or in the building or in the atrium or wherever they are that serve. We want to thank you, Lord, that they are fulfilling that call on their life for greatness. Holy Spirit, would you just come now? Come, Holy Spirit, and just pour into them, Lord, where, you ha- where they have poured out for you. Come, Lord Jesus, we thank you for these guys. We pray a blessing on them and their families now, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. I'm just thinking back to what Gerard said about, you know, he he was blessed, wasn't he? He came to serve, but he was blessed. But I love the heart attitude because he came not probably wanting to be there that morning. And because of that reason, the Lord blessed him. So I just feel the Lord wants me to say he wants to bless you this morning for your faithfulness in despite of your circumstances, that despite your lives and the difficulties that we face, let's face it, we we face many, you come regardless and you're faithful to him through that. And so the Lord wants to bless you this morning because of your faithfulness to him, because you stand regardless of your circumstances and say, I'm here, Lord, take me as I am to serve you where I'm at now. So that's an encouragement to all of you here that are not serving as well, that feel that you need to be in a certain place to serve. That is a lie. And I break it off you in the name of Jesus, because we are to serve in the place that we are now. Because through that place of serving out brokenness, sometimes we bring healing to others and we are healed in that place. And I just saw a picture of the Lord going around this room and there's people that we've 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 all got a necklace on. And some people at the end of that necklace have got heavy weight. And I'm going to be honest, this weekend, I've had such a heaviness over me this weekend. I felt that every step I've taken has been so heavy. And I just feel the Lord, um, there's a reason for that heaviness this weekend. And I think the Lord is saying that he wants to just take those, that heaviness off that chain and replace it with a feather. Because lightness comes in the Lord. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. So I just speak that truth over each person in this room this morning, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And just rip that heaviness off your neck and the Lord will place it with a a lightness of spirit, a feather that you would walk in lightness this morning. So bless you all in Jesus' name. Bless you. Yeah, Yeah, Father, we say thank you so much for every single person who's involved, every single person who has given time, energy, Father, we thank you for their love that's been shown out. And I can't help but think of the hundreds of people, thousands even, who have walked through those doors. And as it says in Acts 15, that we would remove all obstacles for those who are coming to know Jesus. And because of a a smile, a hello, a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, because of a a click of a button or a turn of a knob, Mm. because of a a moment of just sitting down with someone and asking them how their day was, Mm. because of a word of encouragement, because of a, a simple moment, your, their lives have been forever changed. Yeah. Because of those moments, because of those actions, because of those, those moments of sacrifice, people who have come in and have been able to find every obstacle they expected to find in a church removed yeah. so that they could come in, yeah, sit down, yeah. and receive from our living God who is active and present in the small things. Yeah. And we thank you, Lord God, for every single person that has made and been part of and been in, in part of this experience that is church. And we thank you, Lord God, for the many, many, many lives yeah. 
that are going to walk through those doors over the coming weeks, months yeah. and years. Yeah. And because of our continued action, will find themselves encountering God who they thought was far off, but is actually so close. Lord God, we thank you for them. And we thank you for their lives, for their families, for all the cost it's taken and to get here on a Sunday morning early and out of bed and all those other things. But Lord, we bless them and we ask just as we heard this morning that they will be so enriched in that process as they enrich others. Bless them, Lord God. Yes, the Holy Spirit, we just pray that you fill each and every person standing or at home as they have given out and as they continue to serve, will you just meet them and refill them today in your holy name? Mm, thank you, Lord. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Let's just give another applause. Thank you, Lord. Bless you all. You can take a seat. We're going to end the service now. Ordinarily, you can stay here, darling. Ordinarily, we'd invite the band up, but given the time, we're not going to do that. Now, for each one of you who stood up, who is serving, we have a gift for you outside. It's one of these brand new Team 2021 tote bags, Vineyard Church team. On the back, Matthew 20, 26, whoever wants to be greatest, must learn to serve others. And inside we have gifts for each one of you. So we have over 400 people who serve. If that's you, please get to the tables at the back uh, and get your gift. And if you're online watching this and you're not going to be in the building over the next few weeks, we will somehow get those gifts to you as well. You haven't been forgotten. Uh, You know what I think we'll do? Let's do words of knowledge and then I'm going to pray a blessing before we all go and get our gifts. Fantastic. And uh, why not just take a moment now just to give the prayer team and the online prayer team a huge round of applause. Yeah, good shout. They do. Thank you, Lord. Absolutely amazing. And as as we said earlier, if you're not on a team, this is a great place to start and you can start really easy. Um, But also, if you're not sure if you want to commit to a team yet, on Christmas, uh, the 10th of December, that's not Christmas Day, just to remind you. No, yeah. uh, On the Christmas events that we have on the 10th of December, why don't you come along and and join in for a couple of hours? And that's a great way to start being involved. But words of knowledge, our prayer team meet before the service and they pray and they ask God what he wants to do. And in addition to the things we said earlier, if you're impacted by COVID at this moment, uh, come and get some prayer or email prayer out. But also, there's a baby boy with a chest infection Someone with a growth in their neck they're worried about. Uh, A little boy who is autistic, struggling with things that were appearing at school because of Christmas. Uh, A lady who is worried about her marriage. And uh, the reminder that God, what God has joined together, no one can separate. A man who has a scan, who's had a scan on his stomach and there's a shadow. Someone who feels, and they've used this word, weary to the bone. A lady who has a slight hunchback. A family in financial difficulties. A teenager with one leg longer than the other, an old lady, older lady who is worried she may have Alzheimer's, and a man with a heart defect, his arteries are twisted. Any of those, my right, your left, would love to pray for you, or the prayer team would, or email prayer at, or hit the request prayer button. Wonderful. Well, it's been just an amazing Sunday. Go get yourself a donut, get a coffee. Let me just pray a blessing and then we can go and enjoy ourselves. Lord, I want to thank you for this morning. Thank you for the celebration of serving as we model what it means to walk as you did, Lord God, as you conform us to your, to your son. And Lord, I just pray that you would bless us as we leave this place. I pray the Lord's blessing upon you, that he would be gracious towards you, that his face would be gracious towards you, that you would know his perfect peace in all that you do. And everyone says, Amen. Bless you guys. Have a great week. See you for Christmas series next Sunday. See you then. God bless.